You, right on. Oh, there we go. Hallelujah. I am so stoked to be here. You guys are awesome. Have you guys been having fun? What is this, day two? Day two. Come on, who slept last night? Not a lo- Only a few of you guys slept. I mean, that's how it goes in these desert trips. You just get so amped up. You're stoked to ride. You're stoked to hang out with everybody. And you get all the kids together, loud noises, and uh, you're just fired up. So I love it. Um, Well, I'm excited to be here and encourage you guys tonight. I'm just so thankful. I want to honor the team and say a huge thank you to Justin for reaching out to me and seeing if I'd be down to do this and also to Chuck for making it happen and the entire Hume Lake team. Can we put a round of applause for them to just go above and beyond to make this event happen for you guys to come around something y'all are passionate about and love, but also to connect with one another, connect with God. Another huge shout out to the Ruts team that's been here just serving all weekend long. Come on. Praise the Lord. God bless you guys. It's amazing. Just coming out here, uh, I'm from Carlsbad, so it's about a two-hour drive uh, west, and driving in and through, it's like, man, there's nothing going on out here, and just seeing and knowing that, wow, this entire team brings everything out here to make this happen. It's pretty wild, because there's just so much barren land, so yeah, it's an honor to be here, stoked to be with you guys. I'm going to pray before I get into it, Uh, so if you'll bow your heads and join me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the opportunity to connect with you. God, I thank you that you are here. Your presence is here. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would fill this place right now. God, I pray that your words would come through my mouth, Lord, and that we would be able to encounter you in a fresh, real, and powerful way tonight, God, that we would be transformed, God. We pray and give you permission to open up our hearts right now and allow your word to fall on these hearts and plant a seed that will leave us transformed when we leave this place. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I'm excited. As I was praying on my way here, I really felt this powerful word about the kind of season that we're in and maybe what people are experiencing in the world today and really what that word was. And it's kind of fitting with being out here in the off-road and with the dirt bikes and that whole scene. It's, it's a time and a season, and I believe that God tonight wants to shift something. I believe he wants to shift something in your life tonight. And thinking about it, when you're in the wrong gear on your bike or in a side-by-side or even in a car, if you're not in the right gear, what happens to that vehicle? It starts to bog out, right? It starts to burn out and eventually it's gonna wear out and break down. And maybe you're here tonight and you feel like in your personal life that you're on the verge of burnout. You feel like you're just kind of bogging. You feel like you're just not living and thriving and and living the way that you know that there's something more. And you just kind of feel this war within yourself. And you're in that place where you almost feel like you're just totally about to break down. And I, I believe that God wants to shift that gear tonight. He wants to shift something in your heart tonight and be able to shift something from fear to faith. He wants to be able to shift something from shame to glory. He wants to shift something from pain to passion. He wants to resurrect. God is in the business of resurrection. I am so thankful for that. And so many different areas of my life, God has resurrected so many 
powerful things and really allowed me to live a life beyond anything I could ask or imagine. See, that's what God's word says. It says that he's able to do more than we could ever ask or imagine. You saw that video of me doing all these stunts on my skateboard, but where I grew up, skateboarding actually wasn't that popular. I grew up in a small town in Tennessee. Does anyone know where Tennessee's at? Yeehaw, hallelujah. I'm thankful I didn't pick up the accent, actually, and when I moved out here, it was easy to kind of fit in. But um, yeah, so growing up out there, action sports really wasn't popular at all. I was one of maybe three people that skateboarded at my high school, but I had this dream to be a professional skateboarder. And with that dream, I, I trusted God in that. And what it did was it allowed me to build discipline. And if I could encourage you with anything today, it's really in order to step out and step in to watch life begin, you've got to decide who it is that you want to become. So when I was this young kid and I had to ask myself, okay, well, what does a pro skateboarder look like? What do they think like? How do they talk? And I had to start developing the practical skills of riding my skateboard for five hours a day after I got home from school. So much so it annoyed my mom. She'd be ringing the dinner bell in the backyard trying to get me off my board. But I was like, mom, I want to land this trick. I want to learn this trick. I want to figure this thing out. And I always say, I knew before I knew that that's what I was called to do. I just felt that there was this presence when I was skateboarding. I love the idea of being an athlete, but the only thing I didn't like about team sports was playing baseball and soccer and football. I had to rely on the other team to want to do well as well. But when I found skateboarding, it was kind of that individual aspect of like, I learned all these spiritual principles of reaping and sowing. If I sowed five hours a day on my skateboard, I could reap a harvest of tricks. I could learn all these different things. And I believe today God's calling some people to start sowing different seeds in this time and in this season. What does your life look like right now? What are the things that are shifting in your heart right now, even as I'm speaking? I believe that God wants to shift grief into joy. See, the devil's biggest trick is to turn the truth into a lie. And this takes place all the way back in the book of Genesis where God is walking with Adam and Eve. And it says that the devil came along and he tried to say that that God didn't have what was best for them, right? We know the story of Eve taking the apple and eating it and giving it to her husband, Adam. And because they didn't believe that God had the best intention for him, Satan deceived the truth and they exchanged that truth for a lie, but they saw it as truth in their heart. And when they took and ate, their eyes were opened and they recognized that they were separated from God. See, that's all sin is, is a separation from God. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So that means every Every single one of us continues to walk in the flesh and away from the alignment that God has for our life. But what I love is that God, in that moment, he had a plan in place. And in the New Testament of the Bible, this is where Jesus takes place and he steps in. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but he has come that we may have salvation and the fullness of life within him. So I want to ask you today, what is it that you need to let go of in order to step into that person that God's calling you to be? See, in order to shift, we have to sift some things out. Is anyone into poetry? Maybe. Maybe just me. I think I heard three of them there. So this is going to be something raw. I wanted to be real. I wrote this poem probably um, six months ago, and it was just something that was heavy on my heart. But again, as I was praying today, I felt God calling me to share that with you guys tonight, because it's all about shifting what you see from 
being in that place of fear to how can I see in a place of faith and say, God, I believe that you want to do something new in my life. Are you okay, sweetheart? Oh, are you okay? Is she okay? What a warrior. Come on, give a round of applause for her. Let's go. She didn't see that little cord there. I'm glad she's all good. Walking it off like a champ. All right, well, I'm going to get back to the story. Here we go. Y'all ready for this? It's okay to engage a little bit. Let's lift up some passion. Come on. Life is in the living, and the living's in the giving. I'm going to give you guys some of me, so give me some of you. Come on. All right. In order to shift your mind, you need to leave it all behind. Back where it belongs, sure, you've done your wrongs. Wrongs have been done to you, not the best things. Sure, that's true. What happened doesn't have to be. Where you stay, just move, you'll see. As the shifting begins to start, revealing the inner workings in your heart, let those traumas fall like sand and hold the good things in your hand. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. And what I love about that is it's just really the Holy Spirit kind of downloaded that to me. And it's an echo of this verse in Philippians. And if you have your Bible, I would encourage you to read this book and soak it in because there's this powerful man named Paul who actually was persecuting Christians. He was killing Christians for what they believe, but he had one encounter with Jesus. And one encounter can shift the entire trajectory of your whole life. And I believe that there's going to be an encounter like that tonight. But what he says, this is found in Philippians 3, um, verse 13. I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it. And he's talking about the call of life. I don't consider myself to have yet taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. 14, I press in toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So he's saying, I'm going to forget all the things which are behind me so that I can press on to what's in front of me. And I believe that that's what we have to do today. Like the last line in that, let those traumas, those pain, those shame, that guilt that you're carrying, let that fall like sand and let's hold the good things in our hand. Let's reach out for what's to come. Let's dare to believe that God has a plan for us. He has a purpose for our life. And as we continue to look to him as the author and the finisher of our faith, and just like Jesus prayed. I love that we can look to him as the author and finisher because one of the most powerful prayers you can pray is just how Jesus taught us to pray. And you all probably know this prayer, whether you believe it or not. He says, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And what I love about that prayer, it allows us to step out of ourselves and into the realm of possibility where God is calling us to something bigger. He's calling us to something better. And we're able to say, God, not my will, but what is your will? Because in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, it says that God has a plan to prosper us, not to harm us, a plan to give us a hope and a future. So no matter where you're at tonight, I want you to let go and you don't have to stay chained to the patterns of your past. You can actually make that decision in one moment to step into the destiny of your future. And that future is going to be something beautiful. But I love that Jesus says that in this world, we will experience trouble because we do live in a fallen world. There's so many things going on in our world right now that are just trying to break 
break you down. And like I said in that poem, there's things that we do consciously, we choose to, to make our own mistakes. But I love that God is bigger than our mistakes. And the Bible says, as far as the East is from the West, he has removed our sins for his namesake. But tonight, are we gonna be able to forgive ourselves so that we can step in? Are we gonna be able to let go of those mistakes that we've made and say, man, you know what? That's what I did, but it's not who I am. Who I am is born again. Who I am is made new. Who I am is faithful. Who I am is honest. See, this is what I had to decide when I was that kid with, from a small town with a big dream. I decide how, how, how I wanted to show up. I had to decide, okay, what is a pro skateboarder gonna do? They're gonna train like this. They're gonna go to the skate park with intention. They're gonna wanna learn these uh, particular tricks. They're gonna wanna skate with these kind of people. And so it's the same thing as a believer. I gotta decide, am I gonna hang on to what my flesh desires? Or am I gonna say, God, you know what? You're calling me to be faithful. I gotta stop, start operating at a higher level of faithfulness. God, you're calling me to be honest? Man, I can't stop telling these lies, but you know what? I'm gonna believe that your spirit's gonna fall on me and I'm going to be able to start speaking truth to my family. I'm going to start speaking truth to my friends. I'm going to start speaking truth in my relationships because truth is what unlocks intimacy. And that's all God wants from you is to be honest with him, to own it, to be able to take the shame and the pain and let him give you beauty for those ashes of your past. So I wanna ask you tonight, I'm gonna to get ready and pray for some people. I believe God wants to meet you where you're at right now and love you into who you can become. The Bible says not to be transformed to the patterns of this world or not to be conformed to the patterns of this world, but to be transformed by renewing your mind. Again, you don't have to stay chained to what's held you back in your past. You can step out into the destiny and the call of God that's on your life. I feel the Holy Spirit here right now and that God wants you to know that you are loved. He believes in you. He is for you. And it's time for you to step out and be, be for yourself because there's a world out there that's covered in darkness and we are called to be the light. We are called to shine the light, to share the light and to bring heaven down to earth. Just like that powerful prayer says, on earth as it is in heaven, we have the ability to align with God and be those miracles that people so desperately need right now. I don't want this weekend to just be a moment that it was a fun weekend riding bikes and riding side by sides and having fun. I want it to be a moment that you were like, you know what, I feel called to something bigger. There's needs in my community that need to be met and I'm gonna figure out a way to make it happen. I'm gonna dare to believe God that resources are gonna come in and that he's gonna be able to use me to bless my community. That he's gonna be able to use me to bless my family. He's gonna be able to use me to bring something the new to this world that they so desperately need. We all need hope right now. We all need encouragement. We don't know what tomorrow's going to bring, but we do know that with God, all things are possible. And I want to open this time up right now. So if that's you and you're in this place, and like I said, God's here to shift some things tonight. I want to even ask some of the leaders like Justin and Chuck, if you guys want to come up here and just be ready and available to pray with some people. And I would love to pray with you personally and believe that something needs to shift in your life tonight. If you're in that place where you feel like you're bogged out, you're weighed down, you're just almost on the edge of fully being broken down and need to be taken to the shop or just sold, sold out to the lot. I want you to come because God wants to resurrect some dreams tonight. He wants to resurrect a heart tonight. I think this verse um, found in John 10, uh, verse 10, sums up the entirety of the gospel. It says that the thief comes to steal, 
kill and destroy. We don't have to flip the news or scroll social media to understand that there is evil in this world right now. They're trying to pass so many things and there's just so much chaos and confusion. And that's the work of the devil. It's not the work of God. People always say, why would a loving God allow this stuff to happen? Love can't be loved if it's forced. He didn't create you to be forced to worship him. He wanted a relationship with you where you choose to say, God, because you are so good, I can't help but give you my all. See, I had to make that decision that I'm gonna ride aboard and I'm gonna praise the Lord. And the devil wants to steal your dream. He wants to kill your joy. And ultimately, if he can do those two things, he's on his way to destroying your life. But I love the verse does not end there. It goes on, this is Jesus speaking. He says, I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. That's what the call is. So if you're in that place right now, this is where the shift takes place. If you wanna go from death to life, from fear to faith, from brokenness to hope, then you make that decision to follow Jesus. So if you would just be bold and courageous, if you're in that place where you feel like your dream has been stolen, you feel like you don't have that joy, and if you're honest with yourself or could be honest with us, you've wanted to destroy your life or you just feel like life's not worth living, would you just be bold and courageous and lift up your hand or come up here so I can personally pray for you? Come on, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Come on, we've all been in that place where we just feel broken and abused and hurt. But I believe God wants to shift something. So if you're in that place and you just wanna feel that shift from shame and experience God's goodness, or if you've been living lies and lying to yourself and you wanna start honoring and experiencing truth, would you just be bold and, and come on up here and let me pray for you, please. I would love to just believe that God's gonna have some breakthrough. I know there's someone here that was just on the verge of it, but I know that God is so good. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that who would ever believe in him wouldn't perish but would have eternal life. If you feel like your life's just not been what you feel it can be, I believe that God wants to redeem and restore that tonight. Thank you, Jesus.